And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. How is everybody doing today? Welcome, everyone. We are live from the bunker. Let me make sure I know what I'm doing here with my buttons. I'm still getting used to this new Batcave configuration. Looks like one of my looks like one of my uh, cameras was stuttering a little bit. Happy to have you all here for the new season, a new year. It is 2023. This is the first broadcast of the new year. Happy to have all of you along with us. And if you are listening to this show as a podcast, you're more than welcome to join us over on the live video channels. We broadcast to YouTube, Facebook, and Odyssey live at 1 p.m. Eastern every day. And yes, we are every day. We are going to start uh, starting today, starting now. Uh, this, this show is weekdays, Monday through Open Line Friday on uh on every everywhere so uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna try it at least to see what happens so anyway all right um real quick i just wanted to give you an update we do have uh we do have news that broke yesterday last night as a matter of fact uh, actor jeremy renner uh, has been injured. He is in critical condition, uh, but stable, according to the reports. Now, we don't really have very much in the way of information on this. Uh, the trades started reporting this uh, last night. Uh, Deadline and Reuters kind of have the, the most detail out of all of the different uh, trades. Hollywood Reporter, Variety, all of them dropped about the same time last night. Jeremy Renner was injured in a snowplow accident, and we're not sure exactly what happened because nobody's saying exactly what happened, but apparently, according to his representative, he was out plowing snow, and in, in, they have a place out in Nevada, apparently, and he was out plowing snow and apparently had an accident of some sort and suffered traumatic injuries and had to be flown by helicopter airlifted to the hospital. Um critical but stable condition we don't have any idea what any of that stuff means because nobody's giving us any more detail other than that but uh hopefully he has a full recovery so uh we'll we'll uh we'll hope for the best on that i just i have no idea i mean it's entirely possible that, yeah uh, ms wonders if he's got a bobcat and flipped it's possible that he was out Whatever his vehicle was in, they don't even say what kind of vehicle he, he was in, whether it was an actual little bobcat type of thing like you're saying, or if it was, uh, you know, if he's got a, a plow attached to a truck or a Jeep or something and maybe he rolled it. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully it is a, a, a something, <coughs> something from which he can recover 
fairly uh, fairly easily and fairly quickly. So who knows? We're 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 going to keep an eye on that and see what happens. We're also keeping an eye out on news uh, of Richard Hogue. He is uh, he's of Hogue Law. He's got a YouTube channel and uh, he's been on the program a couple of two three times before. His wife posts to Twitter. He went in for emergency surgery. And according to some updates that I've seen, apparently there was a blood clot in his brain they had to remove. And as far as I know, the last update that I saw, uh, he was out of surgery and he was doing okay and and was responsive. So, it's been one of those days, one of those years already. I imagine that 2023 is going to be about as uh, active and jumpy as 2022 was. <clears throat> I don't know. I have I have no idea how 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 Renner's accident would have happened. Maybe he hit a deer. Maybe a deer jumped out in front of me. I just swerved and flipped it. Who knows? I'm I I'm not I'm not going to speculate uh, that much just because that's not helpful but anyway all right so there's there are those two things and uh yes it is uh uh, uh, death angels mentioned our discord in the chat we do have that now uh we have uh, a discord we have memberships so if you want to uh, sign up as a member uh, you can do that we have i guess i guess do i do this do i do new members uh, do a new members list. Do I, do I show what level they came in at? Because I think everybody does that, right? I mean, this is a new thing for me, right? So here we go. <laughs> let's show, uh, let's show our new members: Death Angel, Shadow, and MS uh, coming in, and uh, they're the first ones uh, to take the plunge. And the link to our membership you can join is in our notes. Uh, if you, if you want to, if you don't want to, that's fine. Um, and if you want to, uh, if you want to subscribe to the channel, you can do that too. We've got about 60% of our audience is not subscribed, which I think is interesting because, how many of those people are returning guests? How many of those people are returning to the scene of the crime, as it were, and and watching what we do and seeing what we do? <clears throat> let me uh, let me do this here um, and pop this up. Sci-Fi Snob says Ninja Watchers. I want to see this because we're in we're in the new settings now. We're in the 1080 HD settings. So I've had to readjust and resize things, and the chat widget. Looks like it's too small to me, and um, I may have to, I may have to play with this for a second here, just to just to make sure that um, everybody can see it. Because I don't know that anybody can see it. All right, let's try to make it. Let's try to make it bigger. Wow, I I don't know that I'm going to be able to make it any bigger. I don't know. Let's look here for a second. Let's size that. Size that. Yeah, it's too small. Everybody is saying. All right. Well, let me let me change to a different. Let me change to a different layout and see if that helps. 
that doesn't do any good either. Yeah, and the avatars, the avatars are not populating either. And some of it is the fact that this um, this widget that I've got is old and unsupported now. And the guy who's working on it says he's got a new one in development, but I haven't heard anything about it yet. So, so we may have to forego. Uh, having the having the chat featured on the screen at least until I can figure out how to get it the right size. So, my apologies. Anyway, uh, what I wanted to do today, I thought since this is a brand new year, <clears throat> brand new brand new season, brand new volume, this is volume six. I thought I would go through because I've been reading uh, this new book. Uh, well, it's new to me. It came out a while back. It's a book called Primal Branding, and it talks about, you know, marketing and, and that sort of thing and, and uh, you know, building your brand and whatnot. And, uh, and it, looks, <coughs> it looks like we've got all of the pieces and parts for, for strategizing this thing. But uh, I thought uh, one of the things that we could do here today is go over our beginnings to kind of reintroduce ourselves because it's good to do that every now and again for the people who are new, uh, people who have not been uh, with us that long, uh, new subscribers or, you know, passersby or whatnot. Because we had a, a, a question in the chat over on Odyssey on Friday what this channel was about. So I thought, okay, well, we can we can kind of just very quickly give you the Reader's Digest version of, of our origin story, if you will. And it begins in February of 2009. My, my beginning, as far as genre goes, goes all the way back to discovering Star Trek when I was like five or six years old. I mean, I, I'm, I'm flipping the channels and I run across a, an image of these two guys in a corridor. One of them's wearing a gold shirt, one of them's wearing a blue shirt, and the guy in the blue shirt has pointed ears, and I'm like, yeah, what's that? Look it up on the TV guide. It's this thing called Star Trek, and I was hooked, and that was it. And then there was Star Wars, and then there was Battlestar Galactica, and there was Buck Rogers, and I was like, yeah, this is, this is my jam. <coughs> so in 2009, in February of 2009, the Sci-Fi Channel changed their brand to Sci-Fi. And the Sci-Fi Channel kind of lost their way. So I decided, well, we could go look for it. Because the discussion after that, when they made that decision, and it was a corporate thing, you know, franchising and licensing and merchandising, all, all of these other all these other excuses were out there to, to rationalize why they were changing the name. And people pointed out that in some countries, SYFY was an abbreviation for a disease of a certain particular nature. And I was like, well, hang on. Uh, you don't really want to be doing that, do you? But they did. And fans of the channel, fans who had been there through the, you know, I mean, 17 years of success and popularity, and, and it was now wrestling and cooking shows and reality shows, you know, scare tactics and ghost hunters and that sort of thing. And when they changed the brand to the sci-fi, the new spelling, a lot of people suspected that they were getting ready to change the network altogether and get away from science fiction. It didn't happen, but at the time, that was the concern. There was a lot of discussion of back and forth about it uh, on various different places, on Facebook and threat, you know, different discussion boards and whatnot. And I had this idea, because a lot of people were saying, I just want a channel where I can watch science fiction. 
And I thought, well, why does it need to be a cable channel? Why couldn't it be something online? Because YouTube was a thing. And this is before... This is before Netflix started streaming. This is before Blockbuster was gone. This is before all of the streaming stuff happened. I had a thought. I'm like, you could do it like, you know, it's like exactly MS, like a UHF channel, like an old, you know, local access cable channel. You could do it online. It's the same thing. You know, limited resources, low budget, whatever. So I went about investigating this and said, okay, what if we did it? What would we, first of all, what would we call it? And it was kind of a no-brainer sci-fi for me. And me being the proxy for all of you. So anytime any of you say it's sci-fi for me, it is. It's sci-fi for me. And that was one of the things that I thought, okay, that's going to that's gonna personalize it for some people. And yes, Death Angels, you're right. Um, there was somebody who had that particular spelling before. Um, I can't remember his, his name. He's been on. He's been on the show. Or he's been on the channel a long time ago. He he followed. Uh, it was. Uh, what did he change his name? He changed the name to uh, Airlock Alpha. And they yeah they ended up paying him for the name. Uh, because they didn't want to get into legal hassles and whatnot. But yeah, they ended up paying... Um, I, I'd have to look up his name. But yeah, the the sci-fi spelling... S-Y-F-Y spelling was out there already. Airlock Alpha, I think, is what he ended up changing it to. And I don't, I don't even know if they're still around or not. He does a lot of actual journalism for, like, mainstream publications and stuff now. So I don't think he's doing the, the truck stuff anymore. But... A lot of people were like, you know, I just want a channel. And I thought sci-fi for me, I was like, well, what if we just, what if there was something online? What if it was, it wasn't a cable channel. What if it was a TV channel on, on the web? And people were like, well, I'd watch it. Sure. And that's where the idea started. And the original concept of sci-fi for me <clears throat> was very, very, very ambitious. Because if you think of think of the town square right you have the you have the city hall and then around the around the square you have the various different shops right and i thought okay visually if i picture in my head at in the town square you have the movie theater you've got the radio station you've got the newspaper you've got the library you've got the community center and i thought if you take all of those different aspects of a community a fandom and you put it all together into one place what would that look like and we have the movie theater, which we haven't done yet. The radio station, which is our podcast stuff, Sci-Fi for Me Radio. We have the magazine, newspaper. You know, you've got your, you've got Sci-Fi for Me dot com. By the way, we just posted yesterday a very long think piece article from correspondent K, our new contributor, on the current state of affairs with regard to uh, Wizards of the Coast and D&D. It's very long. It's 9,000 words. We're going to start getting into more of those long-form essays as well as news coverage this year. <coughs> but 
the library aspect was, you know, there are a lot of there are a lot of books in the public domain that you can find over at places like uh, Project Gutenberg and, and whatnot. And of course, January 1st, a lot of stuff rolls into the public domain every year. So the thought was we could take some of those, reformat them into sci-fi for me editions that you could download as PDFs and you'd have a library. You'd have books that you could read. And we would find out how much it would cost and, and get a get a collection of movies that we could run on our channel. I had all of these all of these aspirations. Didn't have any money though. So it started as a blog in a basement like everything else. And it was very easy to get on the media list for a lot of places. And so, I, you know, I started getting books getting sent in for, for reviews and, and DVDs and movies and that kind of thing. And started to get access to screeners and whatnot. And the thing just started to grow kind of haphazardly. And then we started bringing other people in to contribute. It started to grow. And I started to kind of refine the plan and figure out exactly what we we're going to do. Now, here we are in 2023. Uh, coming up on our 14th anniversary in March. The plan has changed several different times over the years. And when uh, when we came to 2018, uh, things had things had kind of stagnated at that point. And we're like, oh, okay, we're, we're everybody's tired. Let's just, let's take a break. And so we so we went dark in October of 2018, or, or J June. Well, some somewhere between June and and September, <coughs> we had a few lingering episodes of some different things that we went in and did. And <coughs> we started coming up on our 10th anniversary. 2019 would have been the 10th anniversary. I was like, oh, do we want to do anything for the 10th anniversary? We probably should. So in October of 2018, I started brainstorming. What would that look like if we came back? And at the, at the time, Facebook was really pushing video. Everybody was going to video. Everybody was doing video. Video, 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 video. All the, all the, all the news outlets, all the TV stations, all the newspapers, all the magazines, all the social media, everybody was pushing video because Facebook said video was a thing. Turns out it wasn't, and there were a lot of people that were upset with Mr. Zuckerberg afterwards. But at the time, everybody was like, okay, well, the video is where it's at. Everybody's watching video. So we relaunched Sci-Fi for Me TV in January of 2019 with a, you know, Augusto. Lots of shows. Uh, we launched Good Morning Multiverse at the time. We did. Uh, we revived this show, and uh, kept going with H2O podcast. And we brought back Salacious Crumbs, and we brought back uh, Triple Bites, and we brought back Tartar Sauce, and all all of these good things. And it's going pretty well, actually. It really is. And as things have developed, we've gotten into a routine on some different things. And we've gotten some of you that have come in as regulars and you keep coming back. I don't know why. I guess you like us. And it's good to have you here. And so 2023, there's going to be a big effort, a big push on my part to solidify... It could be the bribes. You could be right, Alexander. Your check's in the mail, by the way. Uh, but yeah, we're going to... <laughs> gluttons for punishment. <laughs> I could tell some stories. 
but I'm not going to. But I think I think one of the things that we're going to do here is you know not not only are we going to keep going and really kind of lay into this this TV thing. Uh, but also, I think we're gonna we're gonna do more with the dot com because I think there's value to that, and I think uh, as as creators, as independent creators, move away from social media, and you get Substack posts and Patreon and Subscribestar and all these different things where people are doing their own thing individually, and on the crowdfunding side of things, you have a lot of people that are starting to move away from Indiegogo and Kickstarter, and they're starting to set up their own shops, their own merchants stores on their websites we're almost going back to the 90s where everybody had their own website so sci-fi for me.com is going to feature more prominently this year than it has in the last couple of two three years so that's going to be something that we're going to push and i do want to have uh, more content over there we're going to be doing more more book reviews i've got several that i've got to write we're going to do longer think pieces, longer essays, more more analysis pieces and opinion pieces. We'll have some more guest posts and that kind of thing there. And the news will stay mostly into you know, the Good Morning Multiverse uh, aspect of things. We may expand on that and do a daily type of thing at some point. I don't know that for sure yet because I don't know. But... Uh, we are going to be doing some of that. We're going to be doing a lot of a lot of new things. Now, the other thing we did on on Friday is you know we mentioned the Discord. We've also got um, the new the new memberships. And let me let me <coughs> excuse me. So we've got new channel memberships that are in place. There are. Uh, two or three levels I think that we've got on there and um, it's uh, slow it's it's small we've got a few emojis that you can have access to and those will build as we get more people involved and we've got memberships over on Odyssey as well um, I don't know that we've got anybody that signed up for it yet yeah it's not it's not critical it's not super I mean you don't have to uh, but it's another option, you know, besides the subscribe start, it's another option for people to uh, to be able to support us. Uh, there are some of those uh, those emojis right there. The MS is posting. There's a coffee mug. See, these things are really small. I may have to adjust them. But the one, the, the yellow one there says there are four lights, which is how I us usually wrap up the show. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, Keely says, I'd love for you to talk about Tripwire's 101 Greatest Comic Artists of All Time list on a future episode. I will check that out. Let me write that down. <clears throat> I'm not familiar with Tripwire. Well, wait, yes, I think I, I think I have heard of Tripwire. Let me look. All right, let me write this down here. Tripwire. Uh, one comic artist. All right, I'm, I'm making a note. I'm making a note. Now, the other way that you can suggest topics for us is you can send us an email live from the bunker at sci-fi for me.com. Uh, and yes, Keely, we've got uh, we've got fair, uh, fairly good guests here. Um, let's see here. What was the other? Let me say hi to some people in the chat. I see sci-fi snob, death angel shadow, 
Uh, Cam was in here earlier. MS is here. I see Green Apple. I see Dave. Uh, good to see all of you. Alexander, Keeley, uh, Multiverse tonight. And and Multiverse says, if it wasn't for you changing plans, I would have never started my own podcast. Yes, Multiverse tonight. Uh, Tom over there uh, has uh, has has his own uh, podcast that kind of spun out of what he was doing here. He was he was uh, working on Triple Bites for us for a while, <coughs> and now has his own podcast, which is doing well. Uh, Multiverse tonight is the name of that show, and you can find it on various different podcast platforms. And going into 2023, I want to do more, better, faster. Part of that is the stuff that the staff is going to do. Part of that is what you're going to do. And I'm not telling you that you have to do anything. But I am going to ask. And that's coming. Where I'm... I'm I have a plan. I have things what I want to do. <clears throat> but I am going to want to get your feedback on some things. And, you know, the best way to do that is if you want to join the Discord. We have various different uh, different uh, discussions going on over there about comics and manga and books and, and sci-fi in general. And one of the things that I want to try to get some feedback on is some different logo designs that we're working on. And some different, um, some different ideas for, you know, topics and themes and shows and, and that kind of thing. We are going to be bringing back Tartar Sauce. And uh, let, me, let me bring this up here so you can see. There's the new logo right there for Tartar Sauce. We're going we're gonna to base it off of the new... Doctor Who logo. I don't know if anybody can hear the drum roll there. I can't for some reason. The gremlins have gotten to us again. So that's the that's the tartar sauce. And we're also going to be bringing back, if I can find somebody to host it and produce it and run it. Oh, okay, the drum roll's good. Okay, is it too loud? Because I can't set it before it goes out. So, because I couldn't hear it. Okay, good, good, good. <clears throat> So if I can get if I can get a crew for it, we're gonna bring back Comic and Carney, which is a a our our comic book industry news program, and that's kind of is it is it too loud? I thought it might be. It's one of those things where I can't say I didn't even think before we before we went on the air that I had to reset those those audio things. So that's the last one. I'm not gonna do any more. So uh, if if we can get Comic Con Carney back up and running, we got Tartar Sauce that's still that's coming uh, later on in the month. Foreign Bodies will be back, which is uh, Leslie Walker and Tim Harvey talking about horror films and and television shows and uh, horror stories that are made outside the United States, and that's a fun discussion. And I think we're going to also make Good Morning Multiverse available on the podcast platform just as an option because it's, you know, it's our regular news thing. And maybe we need to have that in a way that you can take it with you if you're if you listen to these shows as opposed to watching them on on YouTube or Odyssey. So there's a lot of stuff happening. There's a lot of things that are 
in the works, and I'm hoping y'all stick around for them. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to take a real quick break. Hopefully it's not too loud. And when we get back, I want to take a look at a couple of things that are just just little bits and bobs when we get back. Stand by. We have 52 reasons to listen to this podcast, but they may change in six months. This is Sci-Fi For Me Radio. Oh my goodness. That, Jason, is probably, I think, the hardest question you're going to ask. Interviews with writers, filmmakers, artists, and actors. That's a good question, though. That's an interesting question. Question. That's a great question. Count on Sci-Fi for me to be there asking all of the questions. Um, it's another great question. These are all really good questions. Bringing you news and opinion from all over the web. Sci-Fi for me, delivering the multiverse since 2009. Good morning, Multiverse. Saturday morning at 11, 10 Central, only on Sci-Fi for Me TV. Back live from the bunker, Jason Hunt here. And is that is that camera is that camera stuttering? It looks like it is. Is that stuttering for everybody else? I don't know. Maybe it can't handle HD 1080. I'm still getting used to the new configuration here. It is? Okay, it is. Still getting used to the new configuration here because my... With the with the cameras... Or not the cameras, with the... Um, with the monitors in a new position, my, my pen tablet is is reconfigured too so i'm just like no this this side this side over here so i have to i have to get used to that i'm old i'm slow by the way have i told you about my lawn lately we are expecting rain here of course we are because i just watered the fruit trees yesterday so um 60 Minutes did a thing yesterday. They featured Paul Ehrlich, the um, the biologist, the guy who wrote The Population Bomb back in 1968. And he's, you know, again, we're, we're back to this whole thing about, you know, humanity not being sustainable and all this other stuff. And, and I don't know why anybody is listening to Paul Ehrlich. But people are still apparently listening to Paul Ehrlich. And Jane Goodall apparently was at the World Economic Forum <clears throat> where she said something about, you know, it wouldn't be a bad idea if we kind of reduce the population by about seven and a half billion people. Uh, okay, hold on a second. How do you decide which seven and a half billion people to get rid of? How do you decide which people to keep? How do you, and what gives you the right to decide in the first place? Are you are you thinking that because you're famous and you're 
elite that you have some kind of special privilege that allows you to decide? I mean, I guess we all can't be Governor Kodos, can we? But every now and again, you get these people, Bill Gates, Jane Goodall, or whatnot, and they sit there and they sound like Governor Kodos of Tarsus IV, who wiped out half his population in order to save the other half. That's a Star Trek reference, by the way. Now. Now. There is a book, and I will recommend it. Uh, the Ghost of Dude Bro over on Odyssey says, yes, the camera was stuttering here. Okay, the face on camera doesn't stutter. So this camera is not stuttering, but my back camera is. Okay, that's good to know. Um, that's that's good. Thank you. Oh, and you hire, how do you make the decision on who to call? You hire someone to make that decision so you can use them as a scapegoat when things go south. <laughs> that's about how it goes, isn't it? Oh, don't blame me. It was, it was, it was Mr., it was Mr. Santos over there. It was Mr. Thanos over there. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, that came out of nowhere. All right. So, so who gets to decide? Now, this is, again, these names keep cropping up. This is World Economic Forum stuff, and that's the, you know, that's New World Order conspiracy theory stuff. And people suspect them of wanting to do some um, not very good things to us in terms of population and, and that kind of thing. But there is a book I read here a few of. Uh, a few months ago, it was by Mark Stein. He's a he's a conservative talk radio host and and columnist. And whatever your feelings are politically, this book doesn't necessarily get into politics of things. He's basically it's called it's called uh, America Alone, and it's uh, it was published back in two thousand six. And the primary focus of this book is the decline of the population replacement ratios in various different countries, Japan. United States, all of Europe, and the 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 position that he's taking, and this this is you know 2006. It's gotten worse since then. But some countries are not having kids at the same rate or at the faster rate than the older people are are passing away. We're dying off. The older generations are dying. Younger generations are not having kids, and so you don't have that population replacement ratio, one-to-one, two-to-one, or whatever. And so certain populations are now becoming unsustainable. Japan is in uh, dire straits. There are some populations in Europe that are right on the cusp. And here you have people like Jane Goodall, like Paul Ehrlich, basically saying, yeah, we need to get rid of some people. Completely ignoring the fact that in all of this time that all of these dire predictions have been made, and a lot of it has been related to the environment, but all of these dire predictions have not come true because the human being is adaptable. The human being is creative. The human being is imaginative. 
inventive. We come up with new ways to get things done, and we get things done better, faster, more efficiently, healthier. And for them to sit there and say, oh, no, 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 we need to kill people. That's just dumb. But it speaks to an overall mindset that a lot of these people have that the less thans need to be culled from the population. Now, who does that sound like? It seems to me that there are particular people in history who have espoused the same kind of notions. And I don't think that history treats them very well. You know, Barry Weiss over on uh, the Free Press has got an article that there is no right side of history. I haven't read the article yet. But this doesn't end well when you decide that you're better than everyone else, that you're the upper echelon elite hoity-toity biggie-wow muckety-muck, and you think that you have a right to decide who lives or dies. It's just like Canada. Oh, you don't want to be homeless? Here, let's help you off yourself. The medically assist, medical assistance in dying. It's a real thing. You know, I mean, a lot of people gave, gave Sarah Palin grief about the death panels comment that she made when Obamacare started. And look at where we are. Insurance companies and government agencies sitting there going, you know what, you're a drain on resources. Maybe we won't help you. And here, we're, here, here we are, 1984, Brave New World, Fahrenheit 451. You can't say that. You're not allowed to say that. I'm sorry. We don't like this thing that you posted on Twitter. We're going to lock your bank account for a week. Here's where we are. And people laugh. People scoff. Oh, no, that'll never happen. That's just a conspiracy theory. Here we are. The difference between a conspiracy theory and truth is about three weeks now. Maybe we should put together a playlist. And yeah, Alex, you're right. The, the social media score is coming here. It's already in China. And it looks like they're rolling it out in Canada. I don't know if they're doing it on Australia or not, but Australia is a mess. I'm, there are plenty of people who want to in charge here in the United States who would love to do this social credit score here. And deny certain people certain rights and privileges, which are guaranteed to us by the Constitution. See, and that's the thing. You've got all of these other countries that run willy-nilly around with, with their citizens' rights because they don't have a document that enshrines and protects certain basic rights the way their Constitution does. And yes, our Constitution has been abused. It's been ignored. It's been thrashed about. But at the end of the day, it's still better than anybody else has got. 
and you have these people who want to decide for you and and the way they can do it is to condition you to behave certain ways because of certain conditions, certain circumstances, certain events for the greater good do it for your neighbor type of thing, right? Got to keep people safe. And you get used to the abnormal becoming normal. And so it's totally, completely normal and just a routine thing for a downtown to be looted on a nightly basis for over a week or two because somebody didn't like something about something. And you look at this, yeah, what about Mench's laws letting criminals out? It, it, they just did it in, in Illinois. It just took effect yesterday. <coughs> Some places, you know, we're going to arrest you and turn you loose. Why? There's a reason. The fact that we don't have secure borders. There's a reason. Emma says, "Anyone ever read the book Vandenberg? I have not. Uh, I have not heard of the word, the book Vandenberg. I will look that up. Do you have an author? Do you know who who uh, who wrote it?" Vandenberg. I will write that down. Anyway, I, not to be doom and gloom. There was a lot of people that, you know, I, I had a conversation with a friend of mine over the weekend. She's like, no, oh, don't be so doom and gloom about everything. I was like, I know what's coming. 2023 is going to be not as, not maybe not worse than 2022. But 20, well, yeah, no, 2023 is going to get bad. 2023 is going to hurt. Not to be blackpilled, you know, not to, not to sit there and say, you know, the end is nigh. I don't think the end is nigh. Uh, Oliver Lang. All right. Thank you. Vandenberg by Oliver Lang. We'll put that on the, uh, on the find and read list. Okay. Thank you very much for that recommendation. By the way, if you've got recommendations you want to send me about topics or guests, <sighs> live from the bunker, it's sci-fi for me.com is the email. Uh, so it's today. Uh, speaking of which, Eddie McClintock from Warehouse 13 has agreed to come on the show. Now we just have to schedule it, so be looking for that. <coughs> we will be posting uh, announcements of such things. Over on our social media. So let me pop those up. And that list is getting bigger. All the different places where you can find us on the socials. Uh, we're on currently on 10 different social media platforms. Which is 11 too many. We've got the Discord link up there. Uh, all of this is in the notes. You can sign up for our newsletter. I'm going to try to do the newsletter more regularly this year. Really? I am. I am, really. 
but yeah, go ahead and sign up. Sign up on our Discord. Jump into the conversations that are going on over there. Uh, there is an effort to reboot, revive Warehouse 13. So hopefully, uh, hopefully when Eddie gets on here, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that, what that, uh, that entails, how that's going. Uh, also, a programming note, the H2O podcast, which has been on Monday nights, will not be on Monday nights uh, in the foreseeable future. We are moving the show to Tuesday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. Uh, and I know this puts it, I think this might put it up against uh, some different things, but uh, schedules here have have dictated that we move it. So tomorrow night will be an H2O podcast, not tonight. And that'll be the noon night and time, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. So make a note of that. We'll also post that over on the social medias. Um, Nerd says, Stein should have taken over for Rush Limbaugh. But Stein was a good candidate for that. Um, I have not listened to uh, Buck Sexton and his the other guys that was doing it. Um, the, the radio station that had it... Uh, didn't carry that when they they uh, they started carrying uh, Dana Lash in that in that time time period. Um, nerd, the U.S. Supreme Court unfortunately decides what the Constitution says. Well, fortunately, unfortunately, yeah, I mean that's how it that's how it works. But the system of checks and balances is such that if the if the Supreme Court decides we don't like law, or we're going to write law, we're gonna, you know step outside the boundaries of our responsibility and actually kind of do something. There is the legislature. You've got the Congress and you've got the legislative bodies. There's, there's this back and forth. There's not one, one autonomous. We're in charge of everything. We tell you what to do and that's it. Now there are abuses, certainly executive orders, you know, the president, Whoever is in charge writes an executive order and bypasses the whole thing. There is that. You've got various different courts at various different levels, federal and state, that decide certain things are certain ways counter to what the law says. But there are remedies for that. There are ways to deal with that. It takes a while. It takes a long process sometimes. But... We aren't left holding the bag and just sit there and say, okay, this is what we're stuck with. We have ways that we can change things, which is good. So, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best this year to have a particular mindset Hope for the best, plan for the worst, and reality drops somewhere in the middle. That's hopefully where where things are going to be. Um, because I don't I don't I don't know I don't know how how this year is going to go. But we'll see. Death Angel says, I yell at the TV and monitors. I sometimes it's okay to yell. Probably not when you're on the road. So we'll see. Anyway, all right. <coughs> so yes, moving moving H2O away 
from Monday also means we're not going to be competing with uh, we're not going to be competing with toxic femininity over on um, Midnight's Edge. We're not going to be competing with yelling at parked cars. Although usually we're done by the time they start. No, no, I take it back. We start at the same time. Yelling at parked cars is at nine Eastern, and so we'll be we'll be moving away, and we won't be competing with those shows. This show now five days a week, which means there are at least two days we won't be competing with Midnight's Edge and Carrie Smith. So maybe that'll help as well. So, you know, we're, we're tweaking some things. We're trying to, you know, trying to, to work because a lot of the people that are still, that are, that are watching our show watch all of these other channels. And we need to do what we can to encourage you to, you know, tune into various different channels, not just ours. Although I, I do want you to tune into ours. All right, that's going to do it for us today. It is Isaac Asimov's birthday. I will leave you with a quote from him. Those people who think they know everything are a great annoyance to those of us who do. Remember, folks, it is your vote. It's your money. You ultimately have control. So exercise that right. Remember, the media is not your friend. The government is not your friend. They want you to think there are five lights. But there are four lights. Back tomorrow. This has been a presentation of SciFiForMe.com. Copyright 2023 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. You're listening to Sci-Fi For Me Radio. 